Lucas Nelson in Studio Z on 98.9 WCLZ. I told you we were going to talk for about five minutes, but I lied. I just have too many things I need to talk to That's you okay. about. That's okay. It's okay. And, I'm happy. And you screwed me all up because I was going to start out by asking you about the Kennedy Center the other night, but you played <laughs> I Am a Child for your first song, which is a Neil Young song from when he was with Buffalo Springfield. Yeah. So let's start out by talking about Neil Young. Okay. <laughs> because Promise of the Real, you and your band, you uh-huh. are Neil Young's band. Yes. And how did that come about? Uh, well, I we started, I met Anthony, my drummer, and he and I are the ones who started Promise of the Real back in 2008. Based on a Neil Young lyric, right? Yeah, well, we went and saw Neil Young. I, I met him at that concert. I went with a friend of mine that I knew through Mickey Raphael, my dad's harmonica player, who was a big mentor to me. And he said, well, you should go to the concert, and I've got some friends you should meet that uh, that go to this uh, college called Citrus College of Music in Pomona, California. And uh, the bass player I was playing at the time went with me, and then the head of the college, a- Alan Waddington, and then Anthony Jerfo was the drummer. He was, a, he was like a, a, an instructor by that time in the college. And and he and I just hit it off like that, and we just like we just loved Neil so much. We were the only ones. It was at the Nokia Center, and we were the, we were like headbanging the whole time, <laughs> and everybody else was in their seats, you know. Not that they didn't love it, but we just had an extra love, yeah. uh, probably like a yeah, an obsession almost. <clears throat> and so we just it wasn't a, it was just like this feeling that like we could do that I guess and we even said that like we could be we could do that I want to jam like that and so we started the band that night I went to uh, I went home I oh, know I we went to his place with a bunch of his buddies and went surfing at like midnight under the pier but I, and this is a true story as soon as I stepped in the water I stepped on a stingray. And it whipped around and it stung me in the ankle. But I had just gotten, I, I grew up in Maui in Hawaii, and I had just gotten to L.A. And here I am, you know, in the surf scene already, and I didn't want to, like, I didn't want them to think I was chickening out, you know. Because <laughs> it's the middle of the night, you know, and, and I, you know, I never surfed there before. It was a little rough. It was good waves, and... And we just had long boards. We had beers under us, and <laughs> and we'd paddle out under the pier where the lights were and drink our beers and surf. And it was great, but but um, I didn't want them to think that I was chickening out, so I didn't tell them for about two hours. And I just surfed, and then my leg just went, and then people were like, "Whoa, what's going on?" And I was like, "Well, I got stung by his what?" <laughs> and so they they they're like, "There's stingrays everywhere here, man. I would have believed you. No worries." <laughs> Uh, I, I was like, I just didn't think they believed me that I got stung by a stingray. I mean, what are the chances? First, first, and and so you know, I I got I got back to the beach, and Anthony brought this. We went back to his place, and he put on this record, um, uh, on the beach. I think it was. I think it's on the beach, and I think that's Walk On is on the beach, um, and. Uh, and uh, you know, we, I was like, I'm gonna stand, start a band called Promise of the Real, because really, what what the name means is, it's like a a statement of resolution. You know, it's like uh, we have to stand resolute in who we are, and Neil's always represented that to me, like this, an artist who never bowed down to any trends in the industry or tried to 
do this because it was popular at the time. In fact, he almost went the opposite way many times in in his records, because and 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 made a lot of people in his in his in, in, in that he was working with mad because of it. You know, I mean, he had a lawsuit uh, with David Geffen for a while because his music didn't sound like Neil Young music. You know, and and I, and I just think that he just didn't. He does what he he feels, and and I, that's what what's being real is to me. And uh, so, we wanted I wanted to start a band called Promise of the Real, so that I could look at my band name every day and remind myself that that's why why I play music, you know. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, and seven years later, he's Neil had heard us and uh, heard us a few times at Farm Aid. I never talked to him very much, but he heard us a few times at Farm Aid, and he came over. He's like, Hey, y'all sound good. You know, thanks for doing, because we, we'd cover Walk On, and thanks for doing, uh, or L.A., we'd cover L.A. He, I like it. And then, and then at five or six years later, he got my email from Rick Roses. And then uh, a couple of years after that, like seven years after we saw him that first time and started the band, we became his band. He asked us to come in the studio and record with, with him, and uh, and we did, and and we and it was great. Yeah, it's so cool because you have your your own thing going. You're with Promise of the Real tonight, and you have your own albums, and then you've yeah. got a, a new record coming out with Neil too. Yeah, yeah, really soon. Well, it's a it's a similar career path to like the band, mm -hmm. you know, where the band was a band for a long time before Bob Dylan found them, and they were really tight. They were a rock and roll band, and then when Bob Dylan found them, then they got signed to a, a record deal because they were you know, more well-known, and then they made all these incredible albums, music from Big Pink, and, and so, and, you know, that whole th that whole era, of, and then they started doing their own thing, and they were also able to, you know, so it's like, it, I don't know, it was really cool, you yeah. know. And you come from a really musical family, Willie Nelson is your father, in case yep. people here didn't know, and had Willie, did Willie know Neil at all? Had they met? Yeah, I mean, it was just every year they got together for Farm Aid, really, mm -hmm. how it was. I mean, it wasn't like they spoke day to day, mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> but they, I mean, Dad's friends with everybody. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's a very friendly guy, and so, and, and so I mean, and Neil, I think, looked up to Dad in some ways, and I think that there's a mutual respect as musicians. Dad's 10 years older than Neil, you know, he's another generation. Uh, I mean, I think Neil respects Dad. Maybe yeah. doesn't look up to him so yeah. much, but he does respect him a lot and like has a sort of a reverence for him in the same way that he has a reverence for other guys from that generation, you know, Jimmy Reed. Yeah. Know. Well, I got to tell you, your dad is the coolest guy. He's a he, cool guy. He's yeah. like an oracle. I mean, he's just, he's like, you know, the Dalai Lama of Texas or something. He, he's just so wise. He's just a really wise I can person. tell I'm in Portland now. Yeah. <laughs> an oracle, yeah. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah I, I, definitely, I definitely think you're right. I'm, yeah. I'm, glad, I'm glad to be in Portland. That's yeah. why I'm, did, yeah. you, did you always want to follow in his footsteps, or did you think you'd have a different career path, or how, how did you look at you know, your um, I future? wanted to play music. Um, I, I knew that I, I could see from a young age that music was a win-win situation in life. You know, you have fun, other people have fun. You've make you can heal yourself and then heal other people. You know, it's like a it's like it's it's a balanced 
way of life, really. It's giving and receiving, uh, especially if you do it well, like Dad has, where he's also kept himself healthy and not, you know, fallen into the many pitfalls that fame can bring you. Um, I think that because I've had such a good example of somebody who is successful in that way, <clears throat> I'm able to kind of navigate in my own way uh, the career path in, 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 and, um, and actually, um, you know, for the most part, stay healthy and not make some of the same mistakes he did. But it's, it's, a, great, it's a great way of life. I, I love being able to make people happy with my music, and I'm grateful for being able to. I did practice quite a lot, uh, you know, and I still do. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I was an athlete when I was a kid. I, I, played, uh, I played golf in high school. I, I, I swam and I, I ran track and and uh played soccer and uh, you know and all of those things uh, the the main passion when i was younger was swimming i was like i was hoping to get to the olympics and i was i, I was really tr i was training hard i could swim the 50 free style in, in in a pretty good time and i i was i was you know i had hope for that and then i started um playing music and then i just fell in love with that and so Honestly, I, I think that I just took that same type of, all right. Well, if I'm going to play music, I'm going to um, I'm, I'm going to be an Olympian at music, and mm -hmm. I'm going to I'm going to just practice every day and be the best at what I do, you know, or yes. one of the best. I'm I'm going to try and get to the a level of mastery that one would have to get in order to win the Masters, so to speak, in the golf world, you know, and yeah. just try and, you know, and the th actually golf is a gr is a great. Um, analogy f or, or comparison because it's something you can do forever like music mm -hmm. and it's you're, you're kind of only besting yourself and you know it's like you're you're you know you can win f 10 majors if you're really good you know and you can win you know tournaments until you're 80 you know in, in the and in even into the senior tour you know so it's like it kind of uh, uh you know in a way i feel like as 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 a young band mm -hmm playing with Neil and going out and then playing like Desert Trip, that show mm -hmm. uh, with McCartney and the Stones and Dylan and Roger Waters and The Who. That was like, to me, that was like winning the Masters mm. at, at a very young age, you know? And so now I have plenty of time to build on that uh, and just keep getting better and better and see if I can push uh, my limits musically and artistically and, 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 uh, and see how far that can go. Which is, yeah. it's just a, it's a fun game, you know. Yeah. Well, since you brought up the senior <clears throat> tour, you were just at Ke the Kennedy Center. Sure. Um, when Tony Bennett got the Gershwin Prize. 91 years old, yeah. Tony Bennett, yeah. How, what did you do there? How was that? I sang Cold, Cold Heart. Oh, yeah, yeah. good one. And I didn't think it went well. I, I had to, actually, I was doing, I had to go to D.C., do a two rehearsals, sing that at 8 o'clock, and then I had to drive to Baltimore and catch my show that started at 10 mm. and that night. So it was, uh, I wish I could have stayed. I met met some cool people. I met Gloria Estefan and, and uh, mm -hmm. Michael Buble, yeah. who was a big fan. He liked my, my rendition. <laughs> and so I was cool. Maybe we, we might do something together soon. Oh, that that is so cool. Yeah. Yeah, well, you did. So, 
I shouldn't talk to you so long, but I really, there's so many interesting things about you. Um, you, you collaborated with Lady Gaga on your yeah. album. She, yeah. on, uh, on your song. Yeah, that we're she's playing incredible so too. And By the way, her and Tony are really good. Are really yeah, close. well I know, yeah. there's, it all comes full circle, but yeah. you're, you're in a movie with her. Yeah, we're, yeah. we're in a movie called A Star Is Born, mm -hmm. and I, I play, um, uh, so it's Jack and Allie, and uh, Gaga plays Ali. Stephanie Germanotta is her name, mm -hmm. her real name. And uh, Bradley Cooper plays Jack. It's a remake of that movie, A Star is Born. That Chris Christopherson. Yeah, Streisand yeah. and then Judy Garland back yeah. in the day. And so um, Bradley saw me at Desert Trip. Uh, and and he called me and said hey, he called me through the producer Bill Gerber and said that they said uh, Bradley wants you to kind of consult him and make sure that you know what he's doing is authentic and 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 then that grew into uh, I started writing songs and I and then Stephanie and I became really close because we musically see eye to eye and respect each other in the music world and as artists and so we started writing a lot together and then we wrote for the movie and then I ended up bringing my band in to do the music for the movie and so we do 90% of the music you hear is us playing and my songs with Gaga or on my own and then and then after a while, they were like, "Well, we should just have the band, Luke's band, in the in the." At first, it was Dave Cobb. That was Dave Cobb's. That yeah. was uh, that was doing a few things, and then they just wanted to go a different direction, you know. I think, and so, and they 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 liked our guys, and we were all in L.A. It kind of was easier, and 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 uh, it was lucky. Very you know? cool. Yeah. I'm going to let you get back to the music, but I have one more question. Mm -hmm. I, I watched a, a TED talk that you did. Well, more It was more like a TED acoustic performance at Big Sky. And you said something that really resonated with me and seemed so appropriate for these times when you said, it, you were talking about perspective. Mm -hmm. And you said that if you can see things from, from another person's perspective and put yourself in their shoes, yeah. then you can't hate them. Yeah, it's hard. So, yeah, I mean, what, that's a great philosophy. Yeah, yeah. that's very... Um, I don't know. It's like a Taoist kind of thing, I think, you know. It's more like um, letting go of concepts, you know, of, you know, holding on to identity, you know, and, and, and just being more, like, free to accept information unbiased in, in the present moment, you know. And like you say, well, they might be doing this because of this, or they might be doing this because I have no idea. And maybe I should just not let it get to me. I don't have to accept it or tolerate it or anything if it's bad, but I don't need to let it, you know, tear me up inside uh, with hatred because that just hurts me, you know. Mm -hmm. It doesn't hurt any, it doesn't solve anything, you know. It, it would be so good if more people embrace that philosophy right now. Sure, I, yeah, yeah, I feel that way too. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> thank you, Lucas Nelson in Studio Z on 98.9 WCLZ. Will you do a couple more songs for us? Sure. This is the one that uh, Stephanie and I did together. 